Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Donversations. If you're new here, welcome. And if you are returning, welcome back. Glad to have you here. So today's episode, it's kind of a mystery, guys, all about how we can age backwards. So my guest is Candace Malicote, and she, well, she'll tell you all about her credentials later and how to get a hold of her, but it was a fascinating podcast. I can't wait for you to hear it. Um, so yeah, if you want to follow me, I am on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, all under the Conversations logo and title. And um, also, if you'd like to reach out to me, my email is Conversations at gmail.com. Please leave me a review or some stars. If you can, I'd appreciate it, you taking the time. It really helps my podcast in a big way. So anyway, I hope you enjoy the episode. Thanks a lot, guys. Candace is here today to talk about something that anyone and any everyone can do, any age, any time of the day, and it doesn't involve money or exercise or pills or anything like that, and maybe first tell them the benefits. All right, well... It's very, it's just, it's just magical. And I know you're probably thinking this is too good to be true, (laughs) but it's, it's not. Um, This is one of the, the, the easiest and most basic um, in instinctive things that we can do uh, to bless our lives. So we'll get into some of the benefits here. Um, The first one is that it can only take five minutes at a time at your choice. It can be done even if you have six kids and a really busy schedule and you work and you have all the things, right? So, um, so it's easy and simple. And one benefit is that it makes you smarter. So it, it actually grows more gray matter in your brain, which is really, really important um, for a brain that works. So for instance, <laughs> if so those of you that aren't as aware, you know, when people have Alzheimer's or dementia, their gray matter is disappearing. And so we need this to function. And so it builds gray matter in the brain. Um, this one, everyone's going to love and uh, it makes you younger. Ooh. Yeah. Didn't know that. Yes, it goes into um, your um, your DNA, and like at the end of at the end of um, the parts of the DNA. And I'm not a scientist. Don't hold <laughs> me to my terminology, please. I mean, I don't know if it's the DNA or the chromosomes. Now that I'm thinking about it, I again, totally not a scientist. That's my right. that's my oldest child. Um, <laughs> so, but at the ends are these things called telomeres. And the telomeres, uh, when they're really strong, when you're young, they're really strong and really supple. And then as we age, they start to get more brittle. So doing this thing that we're talking about um, strengthens those telomeres, which makes your skin actually look more plump and more youthful. That's amazing. I know. When I found out that benefit in my research, I was like, are you kidding me? Are you No way. <laughs> so. <laughs> But I've seen it in mentors that have taught me this thing. 
I've seen it in them. I've seen it in myself. So I think it's real. Um, <laughs> and it's scientifically proven anyway. So um, let's see. Another benefit is not feeling like you're going to lose your head every day because there's so much going on around you. Um, we are exposed to so much marketing and so much stimuli every single day that it it really is affecting our our central nervous systems and the way that we deal with stress and um and so it yeah. that's actually frightening mm-hmm. you know just thinking of that that just everything that we're exposed to all day long <clears throat> is impacting our our actual health yeah that's that's so scary to me i don't even watch the news and people might think that that makes me dumb but i honestly feel like i'm a happier person for it just because I just can't handle it. It's too much. Yeah. Yeah. Amen, Don. I'm I'm the same. I was telling my 75-year-old dad the other day the same thing. I'm like, I don't, dad, I just don't even watch news because he's like, I can't handle it. And I'm like, stop watching it. Right. Yeah. You have a choice. Turn it off. Yeah. But it's um, I I do stay, you know, we stay current on current events, but sure. you know, and so so we really, we really are. We need this time. You're, are, it, it's part of being a, a, a mammal really is to take those times to rest. And we forget that we're mammals. We forget yeah. that we're animals, right? We're so evolved, you know, but we're right. still mammals. <laughs> well, because we go, go into robot mode, it feels like, you know, you just wake up and you just uh, check your phone and then you shower and then you, you know, just you go into autopilot. Yeah. And so today, Candace is here to talk about, drum roll, Meditation. (laughs) She is a meditation teacher. Now, I have to tell you, I read, did you ever read the book by Dan Harris, 10% Happier? No. Okay. He is an anchor, a TV news anchor, and he literally had a nervous breakdown on TV during a story. And I read that in some blurb or something and I was like intrigued by it. And he said he had written a book and he was like one of those skeptic types that had never tried anything like meditation, but he had burned the candle at both ends and was at his, the lowest of lows. And he was like, if this is something that can help me, I'm going to give it a try. I have to do something because he was losing his mind basically and, you know, being a TV news anchor, they, they are skeptical. They have to see, you know, prove it, show it, you know, right. otherwise it's not news. Anyway, that's where I first started reading about meditation. And I have to tell you, I've tried and tried and I don't, I think, I feel like a failure when I try it because I either fall asleep or I, the monkey mind. I just mm-hmm. think about 5 million things. And then it's like, at what point do you know you should just give up? <laughs> Mm-hmm. <clears throat> that's a good question and the answer is never <laughs> um because uh, let me tell you why because you are meditating when you when you fall asleep your um your subconscious needs to take over and so like whatever it is you're thinking about before you fall asleep you carry that into sleep mm-hmm. and if you're listening to a meditation especially if you're listening to one and you fall asleep and it's still playing your subconscious and your spirit and your energy is still absorbing the information. Um, and then if your mind is racing, this is, can I give you, can I give you a really good um, exercise to do a good meditation to do for the racing mind? 
Oh my gosh, yes. Okay, because Don, I I mean the the racing mind is the number one thing that people say. Like I can't I can't control my thoughts or I can't slow my mind down. And I say, well, stop trying to. Okay. So because I here's this analogy for you. You know, if you if you haven't worked out for years, um, you're not going to go to the gym and start trying to lift, you know, 100, 200 pounds. Right. Right. So it's exercise. It's, it's, it's training. And it honestly doesn't take that long. My clients usually break through this within the earliest has been about three days, but most people it's within two weeks. They finally are in, like they can slow their thoughts down more at will. Um, and there's a lot more control. And so you know, like sometimes just observing your thoughts is meditation. And, and sometimes the mind just needs a few minutes to wind down again. Like if you have a child who's bouncing off the walls, take them outside, take them to the park, let them run around. And then they'll probably fall asleep in the car on the way home. (laughs) Yeah. Right. right. Yes. So to do this, this is called be the observer. And this is where you sit and you just, you, you like consciously just in your mind, take a step back from your thoughts. You say, okay, I'm just going to watch what, what my mind does. And once you've done that, that's great because you've already split your awareness and your higher self or your soul or your spirit, whatever you'd like to call it, your consciousness is then now away from the mind, the brain that's doing its thing, but you're still, you know, hanging out together. Right. So right. you're right. Um, you just watch your thoughts. You don't try to control them. You don't try to really get stuck on too many. But if you do get stuck on one, that's okay. See what comes up about that one thought. See what your mind tries to work out. And then maybe it'll move on to something else. But the the more you do this, um, and, and then again, what, oh, sorry, when you're done, you'll just close the meditation. And then congratulate yourself that you meditated. Um, we have these expectations that it has to look a certain way and, but you do have more control to make it look a certain way and dive into the hundreds of different types of meditations. Once you've learned that you can control the space inside of you where all of those thoughts happen, but you have to kind of like watch it first and then you start to become more aware of slowing them down and, and what you do with those thoughts. But Again, it takes like a week to it the most to really overcome that. Yeah, because I feel like there's this um, pressure to empty your mind. Like you you need to have no thoughts. And when there's no thoughts, that's when you are accomplishing (laughs) meditation. That's what. Nirvana. (laughs) Yeah, right. Like that's what I have always thought. Like if I have all these thoughts and my mind is racing, then I'm not meditating and I'm failing at it. So just stop because I felt like I had to actually not have any thoughts at all going in my mind. And then I'm at peace. And then mm-hmm. I'm, you know, doing the pose of the all, um, yeah. you know, yeah. like yep. it all has to be perfectly laid out quiet for, yeah. for it to be meditation. Yeah. It's this Hollywood version that we have in our heads that, you know, or some kind of ancient, you know, sitting on the mountains of Tibet, like a monk type of a thing. <laughs> and, you know, this, these are ancient practices. And my specialty is to customize with each of my clients how it fits into their life, but it's to modernize. It's like, let's take these old practices and modernize them right now because I had to. I had three children, a baby who was six months old. Now, um, uh, my house was 4,800 square feet, eight bedrooms. My husband, uh, my husband was gone all day and I, my body contracted Lyme disease. 
and it was the worst experience of my life. And I had been meditating already. I, I was started meditating when I was 15 and I'm, uh, I'm now 45 years old. And so it's been a long time. Right. And, but when I got sick, it was like, oh my gosh, I have to find my inner power. I ha- I believe in inner healing. I have to find peace. I have to manage what's going on inside myself that no one else can see or feel both emotionally and physically. And it saved my life more than once. So wow. what, yeah, it's what, powerful. what does Lyme disease do? do what what how do you know you have it and what is it what are the symptoms um yeah it's so it's a tick-borne illness Mm -hmm. um i've read that our genes carry almost every disease anyway but then sometimes they, they those genes become unlocked and so there's some speculation if it's strictly tick-borne or if there's in like insects like spiders and mosquitoes that can carry it, but they know for sure the ticks carry it. Okay. Um, and, and I do believe some mosquitoes in some countries, but um, it, so when they bite you, it creates uh, like a bullseye rash, but not everybody gets the rash. Um, and I did. And that's why I went in and got it looked at and got, got it diagnosed pretty quickly. And so it's no longer a part of my experience, <laughs> but um But so most people, if they don't know that they have it, they, they start just feeling sick and anywhere because headaches, I mean, there's, there's so many different symptoms because it's similar to, it's a bacteria and it is similar to syphilis and syphilis is shaped like a corkscrew and it's pointy and it can screw into your tissues, your bones. It can go anywhere in your body. Jeez. Yeah, no, it, it's intense. And wherever you're kind of weak, it will attack the most. And, you know, so the symptoms are not always the same with people, but, you know, joint pain, brain fog, just l- life changing stuff. And so, yeah, it can, it can take a while and they breed really fast. And so if, if you live with it for a while, um, it, it can be really hard and take a lot longer to try to eradicate as much of it from your body as possible. Some people say, Oh, it can't be cured. And I'm like, Oh yeah, for me it was. And I believe it for other people. I'm like, I just believe that if you, if you just kind of have hope and miracles, you have a chance to create them. Right. So I try to be careful about it's incurable. Um, Right. I've had, I've known people who've had it for 10 years and then they consistently worked on it for three, three to five and they've been able to put it in remission maybe Maybe that's all it is, but, um, it's just intense. Yeah. So you no longer suffer with the symptoms? No, no, it it definitely wreaked havoc along the way. It was like, it was like a monster, you know, tearing other things down and, and causing problems in my body. But, um, I've just slowly dealt with each one of those and, and med again, meditation keeps me in that centered place. It keeps me separate from anything illness related. I, I know who I am. I know who my spirit is. I know I have that confidence. And that's the other benefit too. I wanted to say it's like meditation builds confidence. You can heal some of your deepest wounds. If you can be patient enough to sit with them in meditation, it's scary. You know, again, that's what I like to lead my clients through too, but it's, it's no one else is there. You can do your own healing. You can really get to know what makes you tick. If you allow that time to do so and then you feel pretty powerful because no one else is going to know you as well as you can when you go in there and do that. And you can talk to your higher power if you believe in one and connect to your angels and spirit guides and create magic and manifest blessings. Like my life is, people are like, how do these things happen to you? How do you, 
speak of chocolate cake and 10 minutes later, someone's handing you chocolate cake. <laughs> and I'm like, it's just, it's energy. It's all energy. I know how to manipulate it now. So that's, that's what I love teaching fascinating. people. Yeah. So Ooh. how do you go about t- teaching? I mean, you're basically making people reconfigure the way that they think. <laughs> um, yeah, it's the the meditations that I use are are well that we start with really are very specific. With my one on one clients, um, I can I can teach over two dozen types of meditations, um, but we, I like to see where they're at and what works best because not every meditation is everyone else's favorite. So okay, that makes sense. Right? Mm-hmm. You got to find the ones that actually light you up inside and help you accomplish um, you know what you want, and so. Um, and so, you know, a lot of that one-on-one work is just, you know, digging into the customization. Um, I am actually here on September, I think it's September 4th, I will be launching a meditation certification program and it's, um, it'll be for 500 hours or a thousand hours. There's no difference in price. It just depends on what the client wants to pick. And then I will help hold them to it, mm-hmm. um, over the course of a couple of months. And so, and it's actually easier to do. I know your, people are like, wow, that's a lot of hours, <laughs> but, <laughs> but it, it's, I mean, it is a commitment. It is, this is for someone who wants to utterly transform their life and find that inner peace and power. And, um, so that's, that's something that I, I run from time to time. Um, and so, you know, but a, a lot of times when people are following me too, I just put out little, little practices like, Hey, while you're standing in line at the grocery store, put your damn phone away. Sorry. I hope that was okay. to say. You're fine. <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing so good. No. <laughs> um, you're totally fine. Say okay. whatever. Okay. So, you know, put your phone away and just be present and mindful. Just take breaths and look around you and just take in all, just look at everything without feeling swept up in it. Be observant, be mindful, you know, um, close your eyes. If you're at the doctor's office waiting for them to call you back, close your eyes and just, and just list everything you're grateful for. Right. Mm. This stuff is easy. It's like you're meditating more often right now than you think you are anyway. Oh, that's probably very true. I didn't think about it like that. Yeah. I try and be present. I really try. It's so easy to lose it, you know, just in, oh, mm-hmm. um, and I feel like collectively as a society, we need so much more positivity in this world. I feel like we are just bombarded with negative, um, whether it's negative people or just the negative news, all of that stuff. And the more people that can get on the bandwagon of positivity, the better I feel like. Yeah. And, you know, and this, this brings that authentic positivity and compassion rather than the toxic positivity that I'm seeing in a lot of the industries, even in my industry, there's a lot of toxic positivity and spiritual bypassing and gaslighting and stuff that can happen um, because wounded, like we're all wounded we're all wounded in some way. Right. And right. some of us more than others, you know, in different areas and stuff, but it's, a, we all have it. And, and until we do the healing, it, it's, it's hard to go out into the world and be like, love and light, love and light. It's all peaceful. But yet <laughs> you just treated somebody like crap five minutes ago, or you lost your temper or, you know, you were in a bout of depression. And that's, that's also something that I really love to bring into the meditative practice is be okay feeling all of the negative emotions you've ever had. Like you, it's part of you. And, mm-hmm. and 
and embracing that. And then the vibration, your vibration and frequency just raises. And then this is when the miracles happen. This is when your psychic abilities start opening and you can hear your higher power and your spirit guides talking to you. You can feel them. Um, I've had clients that have been, you know, staunch, staunchly disbelieving in like mediumship and being able to communicate with someone who's passed over. And then all of a sudden they're like, wow, actually, yeah, my grandma, like I felt her and got a message from her last night. And then now they're like, well, okay, never say never. Right. (laughs) Um, And I don't want to scare people when I say this because nothing bad has ever come from this that I've ever seen ever. It's always been personal power and you decide how much you want your intuition and your psychic senses to open. Like you don't have to go down that whole rabbit hole um, unless you want to, but there's so much more in energy to experience. If you can go within um, and tap into your own consciousness, like lots of doors open in Hmm. the real, you know, in your physical life as well as your internal life. So, yeah. Wow. So when you said toxic positivity, what is that? Mm-hmm. Um, so some of this is, well, the first one that comes to mind is when you tell someone that you have a, like, like, Hey, well, an example of this has been in the coaching industry when, when clients have gone to coaches and said, Hey, I like, this isn't working for me right? Or, Hey, you know, if maybe it's a personal relationship and you say, Hey, you know what, this isn't working. Like, you know, maybe someone's 30 minutes late every time you're supposed to meet them. We're like, Hey, can we figure something out? This isn't working. And then the other person's like, well, you, you have a mindset problem. Like you need to work, you need to work on your belief system and your mindset. And then, and that's like, that's shoving it back onto other people. I see. Um, right. That's part of it. And that's kind of a unique part. And, but then the more obvious reason, examples are when, you know, someone is really angry and they're like, well, well, how are you creating this? Like, you need to be more positive. Like, you know, you, you like, we're all creators of our existence. So why are you experiencing this? What if, what, you know, what kind what of, are you doing wrong? Energy? Yep. Yeah. yeah. Be positive, be positive. Or it's like, people don't even want to dig into the messy. They just are like, I'm high vibes all the time. I'm high vibes all the time. I'm like, no, Karen, Karen, you have a reputation and you're out there and you're contact, you know, you're, you're confronting people in public and stores. We have you on video across the country, Karen. No, right. you know I mean? <laughs> and so, you know, it's like, uh, uh-uh. it's, it's, you can't, you know, it's like some people just want to stay there and then their, their negative emotions are leaking out, but then they don't know how to manage them. And so other people are like, well, just be happy. And it doesn't always fix things. Right. Yeah. I remember there was like a meme or some kind of a joke thing going around about somebody that came out of yoga, you know, the namaste stuff, and then they get in their car and they're like road rage. (laughs) Like, yeah. You know, you, you go and yeah. do all this inner work for a half an hour and then it's gone, gone for the rest of the day. Yeah. It's not being mindful with it. And, you know, it's, but you know, again, that's, I have, and I'm the first one, I have a temper. I have a huge temper and I have, um, it's caused problems throughout my life. And I really had to learn and grow and, and, uh, get more wise as I age, but, um, it's, <laughs> that's why I've seen it as like, okay, these, like they, they have to be dealt with. These wounds need to be looked at. Like, why am I getting all of this all over every other, uh, every other person when I don't feel good? I have to fix that. It's no one else's fault. I need to sit with myself and be like, why are you jealous right now? Why are you angry? What do you fear? 
What do you want? How's a better way to go about doing this? You know, um, in meditation is when I guide people as well as how to practice the art of asking good questions, because you will get lots of answers if you sit and just kind of listen and open yourself up to it kind of on a daily basis, not just when you sit and meditate, you know, when you, when you're really doing this exploration inside of yourself, you can go and be mindful of that while you're driving, while you're thinking about, Hey, I got, you know, I had this wound. I got mad at somebody. Why do I feel this way? And so it brings this level of accountability and self-awareness that I see lacking so much in our society. People are going into victimhood so fast. And I understand it's a, that's a trauma response too. So I have compassion for trauma, but that again, that's nobody else's responsibility to fix. So, yeah, it's so easy just to point the finger the other way instead of turning it towards yourself. Yeah. 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 Everybody's guilty of that. Um, so what, what gifts do you have? Um, so like the spiritual, like, what are you talking Mm -hmm. about? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just like, okay. what, what can you do that normal people don't, don't usually have the ability to do? Everybody has the ability. I know what okay. you're saying. <laughs> I just okay. want to clarify yeah, no, that. That's good to know. <laughs> yeah. No, we're, we're born with it. Humans are born with discernment and the Bible even talks about that too. Like it's, you know, there are religions that honor personal revelation. Um, and so, you know, I work with a wide range of clients. Um, I live in, in Mormon territory, and so I have, I have clients sometimes that are, you know, they, again, don't want to go down that rabbit hole I talked about earlier. And so it strengthens whatever relationship you have. And so, um, but the gifts do start to open and my strongest two psychic senses are clairvoyance, which is not about seeing the future necessarily. It's that when I, especially when I close my eyes, I can, I can go places and see and have some visions and things. And, and I can imagine a whole, a whole lot. Um, but I also do, I have seen a few things that have come to pass. Um, you know, I, I try not, I don't like those because most of the time when that happens, there's not a lot of control I have over the situation. And so I'm like, I don't want to know this. I'm okay. (laughs) So I, I kind of like control how much I want to see. And then claircognizance is clear knowing. I, I just know things and I don't know how I know them. And people are like, oh, you know how to do X, Y, Z. And I'm like, oh, there's a name for this. I, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I just been doing it. Oh, <laughs> and, wow. And they're like shocked that I haven't been trained or I didn't learn. And, and so, you know, but there are eight psychic senses that, uh, that I, I talk about, uh, in the work that I do just because you're going to have a few that just come more naturally and you can develop the other ones. Um, I've just decided that clear smelling is not something that's fun for me because I, I I don't like the gross smells. Sometimes I'll smell and I will learn. I will be like, okay, there's a message here. If I have a bad smell, maybe I need to watch out for something. But like, I've never been able to make as much sense of that one. So I'm like, that's "Mm." funny. I've never even heard of that. Mm -hmm. Clear tasting too is also one that's not as common. Um, but they, they serve a purpose, um, you know, but manifestation has been the other thing, uh, is being able to, to manifest more quickly. Uh, okay. Well, yeah, cause you see where they, people have their, um, oh, what is it? Their inspiration boards. What do they call those boards? Vision boards. Vision boards. And like, you just stare at it and you put like fancy cars <laughs> and big houses <laughs> and whatever, and then it'll come to pass. 
Like, yeah. I think people think it should be easy like that. Like you just stare at this board and cut out pictures and put them on there and then you'll wake up and you'll have a supermodel body. And <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> But yeah. it's actually like, you really have to put in the work. It sounds like to, to meditate and, and get yourself in a good place to accept things into your life. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just, just five minutes, five minutes. Science has shown that five minutes is what is finally when the body physiologically starts showing changes, heart rate slows, uh, fight or flight response, um, calms, you know, down and, um, your, your digestion also gets to a place, you know, where it's not kind of like riled up the blood supply settles. And, and so, um, yeah, so five, just five minutes and, um, everyone has five minutes, everyone, everyone scrolls on Facebook. You know, if you can sit on the toilet and scroll on social media, <laughs> five minutes, you can meditate for five minutes. <laughs> That's true. We all think we don't have time, but you can get sucked into Instagram or whatever for a long time. And it's, it's a lot of it stuff is just, you don't need to see it's feeding your brain stuff. That's not good for it. Yeah. Yeah. So do you think everybody should start with guided meditation? Like I know I've done a few on YouTube, you know, where just somebody's just like, okay, you know, relax your hands, your head, all that stuff. Is that like a good place to start? Always. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's so much out there that that can do it. The thing that I, the thing that I encourage people um, to, to graduate into, however, is taking some of what maybe you do pick up on these meditation videos and then guiding yourself. Um, try guiding yourself. So if you do a, like a hike to a waterfall meditation, right? This guided imagery takes you to this beautiful waterfall. Like the next time you meditate, try to do it for yourself. Take yourself there and allow yourself to just see what you see and experience what you experience. Um, because I am a firm believer in teaching people how to empower themselves and how to do it for themselves. I don't want you reliant on videos. I don't want you reliant on on developing your, your intuition and, and, you know, and going to other intuitive people and asking all these questions all the time, because you can do a lot of that yourself. And it's very, very freeing and empowering. Um, I know some people kind of struggle. That's why I say, go get ideas from the videos, but take time to just close your eyes, turn on some music and just focus on your breath for a minute and then just be aware. And, and, and the more you do that, the more you'll notice really cool little subtle things inside yourself. You know, you can bring your awareness back to your body. You know, if you sometimes want to like try to slow your mind down and you've done the exercise I talked about earlier, you know, go back into that and, and do, do some of that work by leading yourself. And it's going to take you a lot further than if you just relied on videos the whole time. So, right. That, that makes total sense. What, like what, when you do it and you you're really trying your hardest and you do it for say two weeks, what's, Mm -hmm. what's little signs are you looking for to know that you're doing it and it's working? That's such a good question. (laughs) Oh, good. (laughs) I I forget to go over this sometimes. And people are like, well, Candace, how do I know it's working? And I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot to tell you that part. All right. So. Um, snap. Uh, so the things that you will notice, um, 
I, I had mentioned a little bit earlier that you, you may start to have some cool experiences with your intu intuitive senses. Um, I use intu intuitive and psychic almost interchangeably. Um, they're a little bit different, but not really that much. Um, but you may have, you may have a vision. You may have all of a sudden so your eyes are closed and something just pops up in your, you know, in front of your eyes and that, that, you know, isn't your imagination. You didn't will it there. It just okay. showed up, right? You may lightly hear music or voices. You may, you may, you may all of a sudden start to weep. And really just start to, to process emotion. That's good. Don't run away from that. Sit with that, work through it, and just stay with yourself. Um, you'll, you'll notice you'll actually want to go meditate. It becomes when some of these fun little things start happening or you just start noticing you're feeling more peaceful and grounded, you're gonna, you're, you might notice that you are like, you're not trying to find time for it anymore. You're like, hey, kids, there's no dinner tonight. Mom's medicine. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you're, like, you're gonna. It's gonna be a self care priority, and so um, you you may notice that you don't react to people so quickly. You may respond. You may be more thoughtful. Um, and uh, one one client recently said, like, I didn't realize how much I didn't notice my breathing and didn't really breathe correctly either until I became mindful. And so she said she found she was just <sighs> randomly taking in these deep like breaths of air. And, and she said she had the most peaceful day after that because she was breathing better, you know, but oh, meditation yeah. taught her that. So having those deep breaths mm -hmm. is like the best feeling. And you think, was I just not breathing for the last 10 minutes? Like, why, why am I so conscious of it right now? But they feel so good to get those deep breaths in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's just fascinating. It really you may, is. You may start noticing again, too, the things that you think about start to come to pass more quickly. And that I wanted to throw that in here right at the end, just because it's, that's the fun, magical piece of it is that when you are thinking about your goals and what you need to do and you're having those conversations with your spirit team, you're just open to receive your vibration is higher and a lot more of the good things will, will come in. Um, and so, and the thing is, I want, you know, there's, there's this one thing I really want to say as well is that there, there's almost a call to arms at this point for people to awaken to themselves. The world is shifting at a fast, fast rate. Um, the, the vibration of the earth is actually changing as well. And there are people that measure that hour by hour by hour every day. Um, and we, when people talk about other dimensions and fifth dimension and things like that, it's not about going anywhere. It's about shifting our consciousness as, as a collective and more and more people are doing that. And people's psychic abilities are actually coming online so fast. I feel really bad because mine, I just, I just, I just grew into mine over 30 years. I just, it was, it was what I knew and I just played with it. But I, there are some people who are like, Candace, I don't know what's happening to me. I'm scared. I'm seeing things. I'm blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, this is good news. Let me help you learn how to control and manage it, you know? And, and, and it's blowing my mind to see how quickly. And I'm like, all right, I'm here for it. I'm a teacher. I'm, I'm here for it. This is what I've been called to do. And so if anybody out there is super nervous or scared about certain things that are maybe already happening along these lines, definitely reach out and let me know. Um, but we, we have to, we have to start within before we can really fully 
change the rest of the world on the outside because it ripples to your family and then your family goes out and it ripples to the people they're around. And then that's how we yeah. create that change. So. Whoa, that's heavy stuff. And no, it's really light. It's actually really light. <laughs> I made it sound really heavy, but it's, it's like, we got it. We're powerful. We're here for a purpose. And if you, you know, believe in any higher power, like God has a plan, you know, universe yeah. source is in, intentional with things, but it's, we are also given free will. Are you going to face, are you going to, to face yourself and build up, you know, your own power to be able to have a better life? Right. Cause most of us hate what's going on in the world. And so, yeah. Oh my gosh. 2020 just made everybody so aware of yeah. just how crazy our world is. And that was a good thing. That's why that this is one of the reasons why because people yeah. need to wake up. We need to yeah. wake up. Wow. Okay. So Candace, where can people find you if they are looking to learn more? Sure. I, I still have room on my friends list on Facebook. So my name is Candace Malicote. Um, you can just friend request me if you'd like. You can look uh, my page up uh, on Facebook at The Luminous Warriors. Um, and really, I just, I hang out on Facebook for the most part. Yeah. And so if you want to reach out to me there, if you prefer to connect in a different way, I'm always happy to exchange emails or phone numbers. Um, if you have any you know, questions or want to chat. So I'm, I'm really so authentic and open. I love everything. Don't, don't feel nervous to come and talk to me. <laughs> I'm like, I, awesome. I love it when people are willing to ask questions. Have you ever thought about doing a podcast? I mean, like yourself, your own. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to take that. I know. I just, I just, this is, this is a perfect example. I meditated just before this. Oh, I caught it's. I dropped you. Hear me? Oh, can no, you hear I can. me? No, okay. I can. Okay, my my phone browser just uh it timed out. So okay, no what I was what I was saying was that in this in meditation this morning, I was just thinking about it because I my my guides are leading me more into that space, and I've considered it the last few months, but just this morning I was like, yeah, I think I'm going to reach out to my friend and let her know that I really need to start a podcast. And then here's the synchronicity of my guides and my higher power leading me into a further vision of supporting people by reinforcing it through you because you huh. just asked me so. This is why I laugh because it's these funny little things that I'm like, okay, I'm listening. I get it. I see the signs. Yeah. I read the omens, you know, and meditation has taught me how to do that. And so I'm like, okay, podcast, fine. I'm doing it. <laughs> <laughs> no, you totally should. It's so fun to do. And I've just am meeting so many cool people and I love learning. And so to me, it's right. just like the perfect platform, but people could learn so much from you and you have a great voice. So I would a hundred percent listen to your podcast. If you ever well, you, start one, you may need to give me some tips, share, share some tips <laughs> with me because I, I'm, I'm getting kind of drop kicked. I feel. You know, oh, I so. could teach you how to do a very unprofessional podcast. If you'd like to learn, people <laughs> never know what I'm going to do a show about. I just am so bing, bing, bing all over the map, but that's what love I love. That. I love I variety like and, you know, just bring it all on. I just love it. That's cool. um, thank you so much for taking yeah. time out of your day to come and talk about this. I feel like it's important and I'm going to really make an effort to meditate every day. I just, it, why not? 
Yeah. Five minutes, right? Yes. <laughs> Thank yes. you, Dawn. This has been so fun. I love sharing this knowledge and I, I hope everybody out there is just eating it up. Yeah, me too. All right. Well, you take care and have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. 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 Bye-bye.